This episode and most episodes of A Beer With are recorded live in Diffuse Studios. So guys, if you haven't been to the studio yet, you really need to come check it out. Um, you know, it's the space here, um, we've been working on it for maybe six months now um, and we're sort of really happy with how it is now. We really like the space, how it's sounding. Uh, it's Everyone who's come in has had awesome feedback. Um, you know, we had Matroda and Jackknife in doing a little collab or working on something. Um, you know, they they love the space. Um, they, they said they'll be back. Uh, so, you know, we've got a great space for collaborations. Um, you know, come in, sit in the same chairs that those two boys sat in uh, and, you know, and worked on their music here. Um, we've got everything you need, uh, whether it's you want to do analog stuff. We've got a really amazing vocal booth, uh, which we've been doing so many vocal recordings with. And it's definitely something that's needed in the Brisbane scene, I think. Um, something that's affordable where you can actually go and record vocals um, for, you know, a reasonable, reasonable price. So at the moment... Um, we're still doing the $35 plus an engineer. Um, we're starting to get so many bookings that that is going to go up uh, very soon. So if that's something you want to take advantage of that special price, make sure you come into the studio, get in contact with us, check out the website. That's the best place to go to. Just go to www.diffusedstudios.com. Go to the contact form. Get in touch and make sure you send us a message and let us know what you're after. We can literally accommodate for anything you need. We do also partner with a few other bigger studios. So if you're listening out there and you've got like a band and you want to do multi-tracking, so you want to do like, you know, multiple instruments tracking all at the same time, um, we do sort of have a partnership with Airlock Studios now, which is a massive studio that does heaps of rock and band sort of recordings. So make sure you hit us up, whether it's just a small thing or you've got a big... Uh, you know, a big project that you want to do. We've got connections to the right people if you need that. Otherwise, we've got everything else you could need here. So just make sure you get in touch, www.diffusestudios.com. We'll see you soon at the studio. So we've got to talk about them, Dad's Beer Fridge. Love all the clothes, um, the shirts, the quality is awesome. Uh, if you're looking for some funny puns uh, and some funny shirts, it's all beer-related uh, or Aussie humour at the very least. Uh, they've got some amazing designs. All you have to go do is go to dadsbeerfridge.com.au. It's a local Queensland company, so everything that you spend your money on there, it's going into a Queensland person who you know supports the local community. So make sure you guys get out there. Check out Dad's Beer Fridge. Check it out, www.dadsbeerfridge.com.au. Some amazing shirt designs. I love mine. Um, you know, I'm right now I'm actually wearing the Dalai Lager shirt. Um, I've also got the George Scooney, uh, and there's so many more designs out there. Um, Danny Dorito, I want to get that one so bad. Um, just It just looks awesome. Um, so, yeah, cool designs. They're funny. They're quirky. Make sure you go check them out, dadsbeerfridge.com.au. Check them out. Buy something from there and let them know you listen to a beer with. All right, guys. So this one is a really great podcast. Um, so much information, so much insight uh, into this man who is Odd Mob. Um, I, I've known Harry for a little bit uh, and it's always great to sit down and have a chat with him. He's got so much knowledge uh, and, you know, he's been around for a while in the scene, particularly in Brisbane. Um, so it was great to hear his story, how he got into the scene and everything. Uh, and, you know, how uh, I think my favorite part of this podcast is that I get him to admit that Is It A Banger sort of gave him his start in the music industry. So he has to give props to it. Um, and yeah, so it's just a great chat. 
Um, so I hope you guys enjoy this one. Let's run this music and get this episode underway. Hi guys, welcome back. This is another episode of A Beer With. I'm your host Jai, and today on the episode, we have Odd Mob. So I've known Harry for a little while. Uh, I met him when he was first starting the album, so it was really interesting to have him back in the studio now that he's completing the album. Uh, And, you know, just to talk to him about that whole process, it's really interesting to hear about someone who's writing an album because it is quite a different concept to writing singles and doing all that kind of thing. So in this episode, we talk about DJing, production, how Harry got into the game. Um, There's heaps of stuff we talk about, the album that's coming up. Um, Go check out his tune, Bad Moon, if you haven't. It should have already dropped. It dropped on Friday last week. So make sure you go check that out. That's one of the tracks off the album. It's um, I heard it the other day. It's really awesome. I love the melodic vibes to it. So make sure you go check that out as well. In this episode, Harry also drops some hype around starting a label this year. So if you're a music producer out there, you better make sure you're working on some original sort of stuff. Um, we talk about in this episode what kind of you know label he wants it to be and what kind of music he's after. So make sure you listen to this episode. If you want to get on Odd Mob's label, start working on some music now so that you can get uh, you know have it ready by the time uh, the label starts. So um, yeah, definitely some hype around that for for everyone out there if you're a producer. So as always, sit back, crack a beer if you have one, and enjoy the episode. This is a beer with Odd Mob. All right, man. So when's this? Uh, when's the album coming out? It's been a little while in the making. Uh, yeah. We, have you got a date or anything set, or are you? It's, it'll be it coming right? out in June. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's basically it. It's done now. So the next single comes out in like two weeks. Yeah. Under two weeks. So that's from the album then, or? Yeah. 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 So pretty happy with that one. So be interesting to see how it goes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm excited just to put get all this stuff out there. Yeah, because you've been just working to, on it for a while, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I've been, overall, I've been working on it for about two years. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I, like, took a massive break off of it last year. Like, I don't know. I kind of lost, like, interest in the whole thing for a while. In, that, in like, the project, like, the album. And yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I don't just know. Just want to make I, club I bangers <laughs> again. I don't know. It was, it's a very uplifting album. So there was a period where I wasn't, like, quite as happy as I was like when I first started yeah. it like I wasn't so peachy about everything you weren't feeling it um, so it felt really forced so I'd, overall I reckon probably I've spent about a year and three months or yeah. something like that actually yeah. working on it um, yeah good it's just like fun to try and do so, like a body of work helps you learn a lot yeah. about like yourself and making your own sound and I don't know just like having a goal like yeah just feeling like you're creating something yeah. like singles are just like, Oh, you do it. It comes out like, I don't know. This has just been it, they're just writing. It's been worth it. Yeah. So even if it doesn't do super well, it doesn't really matter. Like, yeah. Cause I've learned so much through the process. And it's almost like a bit of a creative outlet, you know, for yourself. Like, you know, when you may be doing singles and stuff, like you said, you don't really mind how it, how it goes when it's released. It's yeah. singles and that it's all sort of, you know, it's about, Pretty much, and you know, it's getting like, it out there. Yeah, it's like you release it, and then it's pretty much straight away. Like, okay, you got to start, got to start doing the next one, and because like, so I was talking to Joyride about this like two weeks ago, 
because he's uh, got an album coming out soon as well. And he was saying how when you release singles, right, unless each song is, like, widely different, either, like, either of the two songs, say you release two, either of the two songs, if they're relatively in the same spectrum, one's going to be better than the other. Yeah. And you're not always guaranteed that the, the second song or the, the songs after <laughs> the first are actually going to be better. So yeah. it can lead to, like, a big sense of dissatisfaction. Um, you know, you write a song, it goes really well. Yeah. And then you do, like, okay, I'm going to do something in a similar thing and it's not quite as good. Like, yeah, it's not the same. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you doing albums and bodies of work, we were saying, like, it, it's satisfying because you just, you do it all at once and then you release it just all together. So you don't have yeah. to stress as much about yeah. the second one being better than the Is one the third at the start. track on the album going to be as good as the first? Exactly. The fourth exactly. one going to be, you know, yeah. Yeah, so each one is just like it's, it's uh, you just make it for what it is, not necessarily for like what it, trying to trump the the one before, yeah. which was I think it, has been really satisfying. Was it interesting like trying to make it fit as an album or did that happen easy? Like, you know, was it like you wrote a track and you're like, oh, that doesn't really fit in what I'm trying to do um, with it or was it to well, come easy or what? One of the reasons I did start it was because usually my tracks were like kind of all pretty different. I was experimenting with lots of different things and then I was like thinking to myself, what is my what is my actual sound? Like what is yeah. me? What is, what actually makes me stand out from people? And I I thought about it and I was like, well fuck, like I I don't really have a specific thing that has really defined what I want to do and what's actually sets me apart from other people. Yeah. So I was like, well if I, if I do decide to try and write like a body of work, it's going to force me to make a sound because the whole album has to be coherent, right? So yeah, there has to be have some, there, yeah, there yeah. has to be like something to it that links them all together. Um, so yeah, I think I kind of figured out what I wanted, what yeah. I, I was capable of, but the, as to whether it'll, as to whether it's going to be like the thing I'm always going to do, it'll, I guess time will tell, but yeah, but it's, it's how at this point it, in time, it, exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, it's good. I'm, I'm super keen. Just to to try it out. Yeah, and how many so how many tracks have you got on it? Uh, at the moment, there's eleven. At the moment, I love that. You're like well, still flexible. We well, could add more of it. Yeah, well, just because. So I didn't realize this. Um, the labels were they were talking to me and basically saying how when your album comes out, it's the end of your the campaign. Yeah, I, I didn't realize this. I thought it was like, oh, you you write it. You drop it and then they start like smashing the PR like this album's yeah, out yeah. now, blah, blah, blah. But actually the whole thing is revolved around the timeline leading up to it. So like single, space of time, the next album single. like oh, Okay, single. so releasing singles off the album. It's more about like just up. building the hype up to the point the yeah. album comes out and that's the end. Like, yeah, you just and everyone's like, people. oh, I loved all those tracks. I'm going to go buy the album because I love yeah. these few in there. There it, must be some other cool ones I like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, which I... I really wish I had known that sooner, like when yeah. I started, because now I realize, like, holy fuck, like you need those, like, kind of more hit tracks to draw the people in. Yeah. Whereas you can't, it's not going to be quite as successful if you have like twelve six minute like journey tracks. Yeah. Or whatever, <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. is what I initially started out doing. Which yeah. Is, that was my initial plan, but so throughout the the process, I've had to like rethink some yeah. of the ideas into shorter 
you know, more singly yeah. type format, which is fine, which is good because another thing I learned is that it's easy to write, you know, unique tracks that are pretty long because yeah. you can experiment more with different layers and yeah, like adding little subtle things. So yeah, like yeah. here as you, you know, add that like little yeah. thing in the back or whatever. Slowly added in rather than just like bang. It's like all yeah, sort but of, making yeah. a track that's like shorter and relatively unique comes more down to like the sounds, but also like the structure too. Like yeah, if, if that makes sort it, of, yeah, yeah, but if, yeah. yeah. So if you like reference like Flume tracks, the sounds are all sick as well. But he also arranges it in such a way that it's like it's short. And you can hear all the things that he's done. Yeah. Like the drop is like your or the main hook section is actually like real banging and the lead up into it might be a short yeah, you know, build up or breakdown if that's what you're exactly, call it. exactly. But it like works. Yeah. Cause like you would probably know yourself, like writing house music and things like that, a lot of the tracks are centered around the actual build. Like the build is yeah. almost the main part of the song with mm-hmm. some some because the drop's like just like the release yeah so it's like exactly you've got to build it up and then you just drop it back into whatever it was yeah, yeah the groove or and whatever. some like more minimal housey kind of ideas don't really work <laughs> if you have a short if you try and make the track short because yeah, it's like yeah. you're really trying to force that like that uplifting part yeah. beforehand and it, yeah, you don't have the time in there to do it. There's yeah. Like, oh, it just all of a sudden happens. The drop just happens. There's no like. Yeah. Yeah. So, <coughs> I, d- I definitely did have to rethink a few things with our length of tracks yeah. and making things more singly, which is why I say like more tracks would come out because like so the end of the campaigns around June. Yeah. I st- <laughs> technically I still have a few months to slip in another track if yeah. I want. Like. Yeah. But I finished all the things I have now, so I can just take it off my mind yeah because just write some <laughs> for the past few months so. i've had these like 90 percent done tracks just yeah. sitting there <laughs> oh, and like it it's almost given me an excuse for like working on them like the tiniest amount and be like just oh i'm tweaking. being productive don't worry like i've got yeah i've got a back catalog of 10 tracks like i'm not i'm finishing I'm not the being, album That's i'm not being I'm yeah, yeah i'm not being lazy but <laughs> i i realize i kind of have been for a couple months like just because you're like, oh, that's all my attention, but it's like, oh, you could actually yeah. write a couple extra track, like, you know, yeah, I could be, I could have been doing other stuff. So now I've yeah. done that. Now my productivity is like back to yeah. a pretty good place. So I, it's done. You're like, I'm not touching those tracks anymore. They're finished. Yeah, those exactly. Ones, yeah. Like now I can just let it, let it go. Yeah, let it go. Move that's important sometimes. Eh? and but that's such a single mentality as well. It's like you got to write it and then just like, all right, that's out. Next that thing. is, I mean, that's like you're one back good, into that. That's yeah. one good thing about yeah. doing singles. Is like, yeah. You can uh, compartmentalize or whatever it is. Like, yeah. just do it in like that little burst. Yeah. Even um, remixes. Like, I've found I've done a few remixes for people lately. And yeah. It's like, that's the deadline. It's done. All right. Next thing. Like, yeah. Move on. Like, let's do something new. Like, as opposed to like, oh, I just want to change the EQ on that hi hat. You know, yeah. In the drop session. Or like, <laughs> deadlines are defi- definitely yeah. good. Yeah. They definitely can help you. Um, the one thing I've tried to learn is that, you know, embrace the deadline, finish yeah. the track, even if it's like not perfect. Yeah. Just let it go. Like yeah. I was thinking about this the other day. Um, I was looking at Diplo in particular and I realized like, holy, holy shit. Like this man just releases so much music. Yeah. Like an ungodly amount of music <laughs> yeah. each year. And I 
definitely haven't heard all of them. Yeah. Or but you hear the hit like you you hear the hits and you remember yeah. the you remember the hits. I mean, it's not an excuse to just go and release Garbo music, but yeah, you know, yeah. if you kind of slip up along the way, if you bring it back with something like that's great. Yeah. That's that's fine. It's, yeah. I mean, I guess it gets a bit different when you get big and you have big budget and Yeah, yeah. You know, you should have a team then who goes, no, yeah. don't release that. <laughs> exactly. The other like, one that you're working on is way better. Let's do that one. You know, like you should have a team of people. Yeah. But, but when you're small and you have like no budget and there's no, there's like, you know, just whatever it is, you're only yeah. going to stress yourself out if you just like yeah. let things drag on for too long, which yeah. is what I was doing. Like, I was, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was stressing myself out by not, not just wrapping it all up and just accepting yeah. it for what it is. Because yeah. also when you work on something for so long, the track you did at the start, this track I was working on two years ago. Of course, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. going to look back and be like, oh, like, Could that's bad. That way like, better. Yeah, like, two uh, years, that's, uh, a, like, that's a quite a while what you think about yeah. in production terms how much better you can get in two years. Yeah. Like, you I, can have huge <laughs> leaps. Yeah. I had to go back and be, look at all the phasing issues that I had created. But, yeah. like, because I, not even until recently, I wasn't really checking a lot of stuff in mono. Yeah. In this because I remember when we like had that diffuse session, you were talking about stereo back then where you were like, oh, stereo, you were talking about it in 3D. It's like going from 2D to 3D. And now it's funny because two years later or however long it's been, you're talking about the other going the other way now. Yeah, like, yeah it's great. But you've got to check it in mono. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I hate that. I hate that there's so many rules like that you have yeah. to go back and be like, well, so most of the music that you make is going to be listened to on a bloody like... Beats pill speaker in yeah, full yeah. mono, which yeah. is so they're not going to hear those side bits. And when you put it back into mono, it's the balance is different. Yeah, like, and it feels sounds. it feels wrong. Like yeah. when you make a, a track that's so lush, like yeah, um, stay in the stereo. Yeah, yeah, especially because like lately I've been doing a lot of stuff with just like crazy delay. Like yeah, like lots of tracks where some a lot of the layers have just infinite, just infinite delay, just infinite like feedback. Or yeah, whatever yeah, pretty it is. much. Yeah, like. Yeah, because I've, I found it really interesting um, to experiment with that. But, you know, when you yeah. go back down to mono, it's like, oh, this is like, just sounds boring now. Yeah. You like, got to check it. Yeah. Yeah. Candy's nice, but yeah. We started doing more um, like putting instruments and things to mono and then just using panning. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just putting them slightly to the left, one slightly to the right. So they're just coming. But even when it's in mono, then it's going to be yeah. the same kind of thing. Exactly. It is same, a mono yeah. sound. Yeah. Yeah. I was um, listening to um, Walker and Royce, like I was, yeah, like just checking one of their mix downs, and I was thinking to myself, "God damn, this is almost purely in mono, like, yeah, but it slaps, like it just yeah. it goes so hard." I mean, that's yeah for club music, it's great. Yeah, if exactly. I had, yeah, like, if I was listening to an album at home, and I was like that in mono, it would be a little bit underwhelming. Just, like, it's a bit for, kind of a bit boring, isn't it? When you like when you're in a, like a cool space, or, yeah, exactly. Or headphones, headphones or something. Yeah, yeah. I, I, cool. I mainly yeah. work on headphones, so yeah. my ears are just they just love stereo. Yeah, why? <laughs> just love stereo. Much. Yeah. Anyway, so the album stuff's all good. So now I'm just gonna make some slappers for a while. Yeah. Um, so the album's basically just like. Rehashing, is it a banger? Is that what you, you've got? Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> Just yeah. on repeat? Yeah. <laughs> Time stretch, is it a banger? Make it 400 times slower. Yeah. 
just adds real, it's like real, real trippy. Um, what do they call it? IDM now? Like oh, IDM. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hate that term. Hey. Indie dance music vibe. Yeah. I thought IDM was intelligent dance music. I don't know. Maybe it is. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. And that's I why I think it's really pretentious. Yeah. Just to like say that your music is smarter than someone else's. Yeah. It's kind of like pretentious if you ask me. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's like a bit more of a, like you said, it's more of like sort of the sound that you're sort of been going for as like an artist sort of thing. Then you've been doing club stuff as well, obviously. Um mm-hmm. How do you separate, like, the oddities sort of stuff that you do and then the album stuff? Like, is it – what's the difference between the sound that you go for or maybe the process when you're making it? Um, so the album stuff is, like, way more chord-driven. Yeah. Like, it's all melodic, basically. Melody. Yeah. So that's the overriding difference. It's because – I mean, you would understand, like, there are days you just want to write feelsy chords. Like, yeah. you want to do something really, like – you want to just experiment with crazy melodies or whatever you yeah. want, but in a club setting, that if you go, if you're going out and you're playing to a general audience, like in a club or um, on a regular club night, you know, say it's not like a big ticketed event, straight, yeah. for, you know, people aren't paying crazy money to come and see you, whatever. Yeah, there's going to be a mixed crowd of people. You can't just like most people aren't going to get on board with your three minute orchestral. Uh, or whatever yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Break down and build up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> into, a, into a, like, you know, progressive, like, you know, like the old Dead Mouse stuff where it's, like, big chord build up yeah. and then just into a real stripped-back minimal. Exactly. Like, and drop. some days you're just in the mood to write, st- like, yeah. slappers. Like, you just, yeah. all you want to do is just write a filthy bass line. Yeah. And, uh... A lot of days. So Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's just, like, why not just do both? Like, I feel like then I can just give people the best parts of myself like yeah rather than just sticking strictly to like one this like new sound only doing that or say only doing club music and then yeah you know just having those days or weeks where you're just like oh I don't really feel like making because like sure you ever know when you're you're writing just like house music and you get to that point when you're like I swear I've made this like (laughs) I swear I've made this like baseline melody like 50 times but they're all just like slightly, slightly different yeah, yeah, like, just slightly different timing or the notes yeah slightly different it doesn't hit a, it doesn't hit the minor third it hits a major or something yeah, like, it's like, like so close club yeah. music as well like you're also with like deep house and things like that you're also a little bit restricted i think in terms of what keys you can even write in yeah. like you can't just go putting your your bass line in a, like a deep b like it's you're yeah. gonna struggle with to get a lot of sounds get to actually sound, yeah. work. Yeah, yeah. So, so I always talk about people. You know, people talk about oh, I don't need to do music theory. It's like well, you do need to do a little bit like that kind of stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. You need to know what keys and stuff like that fundamental on that note's just not gonna hit. Yeah, like you know, other notes hit. Um, yeah. yeah, it's uh, you do have to. It's like I mean, why not? Why not learn a bit of music theory? Yeah, yeah. You know, Have you like, done much, like, music? Did you do much mm, growing up music or anything? I did music in high school up until grade 10, but then, yeah. it, you know, it's not a great... If you're going for, a, like, a good OP or whatever, it's yeah. generally not regarded as a wise choice, so I ended up yeah. dropping it. Also, like, music teachers are mixed bag. Yeah. <laughs> like, some of them are just... Well, because some, some of them, them could be 70 years old. You know? Yeah. Like, I work at a school, I think... 
our music teacher is like, and, and it's only a primary school, but she's like, she'd be 60, 70. So yeah. think about like technology wise, like they don't, they don't mm. really know about a lot of, you know, stuff. I have to go and buy and figure out what we need for the school, you know, yeah. like it's the music teacher doesn't really know that stuff. Yeah. I still remember the best thing I ever did in music at school. Yeah. In grade 10, we had a project where they had the uh, iRobot ad, like the, uh, the trailer rather for yeah. iRobot. And we had to redo the whole, all the music for it. So yeah. it was just mute. And then is it, I think I've, it was like logic or something. Yeah. Something along those lines, but a very like basic version that uh, yeah. that you could understand relatively quickly. And holy crap, like I'm pretty sure I got the well one, I know my track had the most layers out of anyone. Like yeah. more more than double like the number of yeah. things that someone else because the teacher was like she was looking at my project and she was like, Harry, you're going a bit overboard with the number of <laughs> Like the layers of sounds that you the have computer. going on. <laughs> the like, Windows 98 computer can't handle yeah, this. Yeah, pretty much. That was sick. I remember just like all the little, like almost every little action that was happening on screen. I was like putting like like bits of foley and like random like <laughs> whooshes and shit like that. It sounded sick. I, that was the only music project where I actually got like, like a good grade. Yeah. I think. All the other stuff was like relatively, you know, I don't know. Just yawn worthy kind of yeah, but doing music growing up. So yeah, how did you get into music and like the production side of stuff then? Because that sounds like that was a pretty, almost like a beginning thing. Like yeah. you're like, oh, I like this. I can put all these layers. Like that sounds like you sort of excelled at that when you did it at school in for that yeah. project anyway. Yeah, that was the only thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so was it like that, or was it something before then that sort of got you into that, or what? I was I wasn't like super into super into making music or anything. I was just, yeah. I was focused on getting a good OP. Like that was like yeah. what my What did you think you were going to be? Like, what, what was you? <laughs> when was I was younger, playing? I wanted to be an inventor. An inventor? But, but then, you know, that's when you're really young and you don't really know what that means. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I want to make So I guess, I guess I knew, wanted to make new things. Yeah. So I guess that kind of ties in, but I didn't really get into doing music until I, well, I started DJing, mobile DJing, because my yeah. mom just like knew this DJ guy um, yeah. <laughs> this guy who ran like a talent, quote unquote, talent business that also yeah. like hired out mobile DJs and MCs yeah. and that. And I em- I emceed at our uh, school talent show thing that my mum organised because she was like, you know, put yourself out there, yeah, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Um, and apparently this guy, this mobile DJ man thought I was pretty good at emceeing. So he thought I'd, he <laughs> so thought I'd be... So you started as an MC. <laughs> yeah, like he thought, <laughs> he thought I'd be good for de- like being a mobile DJ because yeah, yeah. I could kind of use the mic. Anyway. Get the crowd, I remember yeah. I went over to his house in the middle of Logan and How his DJ setup was, uh, oh, I must have been seven. I was at, right at the end of high school. So okay, yeah. 16, 17. 16, yeah. <laughs> the DJ setup was two DVD players. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's no mixing you just like put the cds yes yeah, dvd players and yeah. then you know yeah this wasn't that long ago laptops were a thing so yeah. within like a the first two times i was like well there's like dj programs that yeah, you could use man so i found out about tractor and you know so within within very long i was djing off tractor with a uh, mouse or yeah. like a you know the laptop 
pad. Little DVD player to the side if you need backup. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. I was like bootlegging his whole setup, like that he that he that he gave me to use, like just uh, adjusting things all the time. Man, I've heard so many different things that you know people like on you know you see those videos of people like DJing on tape. Never heard yeah. DVD. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> DVD there's not even a mixer, like yeah. a, a mixer, so to speak, really. Like, yeah. But um, yeah. So I was doing that, and then I I wanted to make mashups. Because I watched Blau, like a video of Blau. Yeah. And, you know, back then, it was just the coolest sounding thing ever. Yeah. Like, mash, putting two songs together that are in key. Yeah. Like, my little pea brain just can't understand how easy that actually is at the yeah. time. Yeah. Or, like, how easy it <laughs> is to actually... so good. How easy it is to actually recreate that. So, I was making mashups on Tractor. Yeah. That was, like, my first thing. And then yeah. I was like, okay, well, there surely is an easier way to do this. Because mm. they were taking me a long time, like, to get all these mashups done. Yeah. Because every time you have that, I have to trigger everything perfectly and, yeah. you know, hope, it's a that live the, recording. hope that the acapella, it's a live recording. yeah, hopefully yeah. that the acapella is like uh, warped to the right BPM and yeah. stuff and sometimes <laughs> it wasn't. So I was like, why, why isn't this working? Like, <laughs> yeah, so that that's when I downloaded Ableton and then was making mashups and then I was like, oh, look, how sick would it be if I like made a beat, like made it, so yeah. made it like a progressive house track basically was my first yeah. thing. Um, Same. <laughs> just like the super so Yeah, yeah. Because everything's real simple. Like, yeah, back then. And you like, just slowly add layers of things yeah. as it goes along. Listen to Hardwell. So yeah. sick. Um, so, yeah. I still remember. So, at this point, I've moved from doing mobile DJing to doing a little bit more stuff with, like, youth parties and things like that. Uh, yeah. So, there was, like, this... Like looking back now, this was really suspicious. But this this <laughs> this like late twenties guy just yeah basically preying on young teenagers to work for him for nothing to put <laughs> like DJ for free, sell yeah. tickets for free, like yeah all this shit for all these underage parties yeah just making his cash. His, yeah. his, it was his side hustle. <laughs> so I specifically remember showing him like the tr- the first track the first track that I actually finished and he was like brother this is so sick yeah this is so sick come play for me so for free. dope so <laughs> dope like you should be playing like big festivals and stuff <laughs> and that's when I was like oh this is mad like <laughs> you're in yeah pretty much it was just uni holidays because like I was pretty pretty lucky like I didn't have a so I got a um, scholarship for uni, but they gave it to me in cash. Like they did. <laughs> so instead of that's, paying- I know people who they have got that before, and it's like it's so stupid. <laughs> so instead of paying, so I got a hex. Instead of paying a hex that like my hex off or whatever, yeah, I used my scholarship money to like buy a, a MacBook and yeah, just <laughs> was just start. like. Like, I didn't really thank go out. Thank you, UQ or wherever it was. Yeah, pretty much. Starting yeah, thanks, off. UQ. Uh, <laughs> so just use that money f- instead of working. Yeah. Like, you didn't mean, I didn't mean much money, like, living with my parents and yeah, stuff yeah. at uni, so it wasn't a big deal. And, like, between that and the mobile DJing, I was sweet. So I had, like, so yeah. much free time. But and When you were meant uni, to be at uni. <laughs> like, uni was very boring. What like, were you studying? Uh, engineering. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What, what kind of engineering? <laughs> um, mechanical and... I majored in materials, so... Did you end up finishing, or...? Yeah. Yeah. It took me a while to, to like, do the... Uh, so, I did all the subjects for four years straight, but then right at the end, when I was finishing... Thesis you got to do, or...? Yeah, right, so right after... Yeah, I did my yeah. thesis, all that, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Right at the end of that is when, like, Is It a Banger, like, popped off, and then, you know, suddenly I have an agent and a manager and yeah. all this stuff, and it's like, oh, okay, well, 
Let's do this. I'm not going to do my work placement right now because yeah, I'm, see, a, had to do I'm a touring DJ now. Yeah. So I put the work placement off. You should like have tried to, to put the placement like along with gigs. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm doing a residency in um, <laughs> Sydney for two weeks. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, that would have been awesome. That would have been smart. I didn't do that. Um, <laughs> yeah. So pretty much uni holidays. Yeah. That was like the, the time to just like learn stuff. Also, my brain is like in that supple you know yeah. absorbs everything learning. like yeah, yeah. i don't know why i got so obsessed with it like looking back now i don't think i could ever binge watch so many tutorials and stuff these days yeah. like maybe but you because, did back maybe because so many tutorials now are just like super advanced that i'd be watching and they're all kind of like not as interesting like and like, the advanced ones, you got to like put them into practice a little bit. Yeah, you, I like, find like you got to actually do it, and then go, "Oh, okay, I get it." Yeah, yeah, like watching a video on like spectral panning or something, yeah. compared to like watching a tutorial on how to make sick bass. Like yeah, yeah. back in the day, like oh, oh, that's frothing, how they do that. Frothing. That's how oh, they dude, do that. does he have this? Does he have the? Does he have the massive preset for download on this bad boy? Yeah, watching Ryan NZ, he was like freaking sick. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So now tutorials bit harder to watch but you know i feel like i relatively understand all the fundamentals yeah hopefully i mean i'm sure there's a lot more stuff i could learn as to whether i really want to anymore like i would need to i would rather just like outsource for like for very specific like mixing techniques like yeah that are one very time consuming and two like just very uninteresting and you've got like, to train your ears for a lot of that stuff as well, you know. Like, yeah, you sit exactly. Sit there and do it and practice it and actually hear it, you know. Like, it's not yeah. something you just, like, watch it and go, oh, I know how to do that now. Pretty and much. And can do it, you know. A yeah. lot of that stuff is, um, you know, takes time of practicing and seeing, oh, I've done this with a vocal before. I've done this with this before. Like, Yeah. Yeah. Also, like, music that is just you where you, like, going overboard with like trying to make it as clean as possible. Yeah. It actually ends up being quite unappealing to me. Like I, yeah. you hear, I hear a lot of tracks and you're like, wow, this is like, this is so sick, but they've used like all the most easy to like the cleanest sounds possible. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's all, and it comes from the sound selection to begin yeah, with. Exactly. Almost, like yeah. just like the clean, like the, you know, the crispest, cleanest drums and, but that's not really what I like listening to. Like I, yeah, I like stuff with like more grid and low, like <laughs> so lo-fi vibe. Yeah, yeah, like I just I like stuff trying to sound a bit older, like a little bit more nostalgic. Yeah. Kind of any, anyway, um, you know, and people who are using like every sound is like basically a, a saw wave, except yeah. for the sub, like just yeah. the, all the most like powerful oscillators and whatnot to get the yeah. the, the best results or whatever. It doesn't, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. you could make the cleanest sound, sound known to man, but is it really worth it? Like, Yeah. It depends, because sometimes, like you said, you don't want a clean <coughs> sound. You want that dirty, sort of, you yeah. know, like, exactly. maybe even a resonant sound, and, you know? Like, like honestly, like, some of the, most of the producers who are at, like, the absolute top of the game are, you know, not really experts. You can, you yeah. hear a lot of the tracks and... Not all of them. You can tell, like, not all of them are expert producers. Like, yeah, some of them even sound like they're actually lacking, like, less knowledgeable than myself. Like, yeah, yeah, and it's, so, yeah. it's pretty apparent. Like, for some of them, like, not all of them by any means. Ooh, calling them out, call them out, Harry. Who is it? No. <laughs> 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 um. So, like, I know you've been doing a bit of a um, lo-fi 
project, yeah. like a little side project sort of thing, with, yeah. with someone else, with a friend of yours, is that right? Mm-hmm. Or is it just you? Just me. I thought you were working with someone else on that for a bit. Maybe I was uh, mistaken. Oh, I did have a little side, so I have a little side duo thing with my friend Paul called Four Hours, where we literally that just get together it. and just slap out oh, in a track for, in four hours. Yeah, sweet. Um, so that's online, like people can go and check that out? There's like one remix. We did one remix and we won the, like, the a competition for a noisy remix. Yeah. <laughs> and you did it in four hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah was, that's awesome. It was like, all right. But yeah, yeah we, it's on Spotify. Noisy LFO, four hours remix. Yeah. It's totally. up there. And I still just remember, like, we had to sign a contract or whatever, um, to release it and we just never bothered like we just emailed back like we really can't be fucked like getting together to yeah you guys <laughs> just really, you just can have it like yeah, just release much, yeah. it whatever like it's yeah. fine yeah um, yeah cool that's a cool really little concept it. like to do um, well we don't really get to get, jump in the studio a whole lot yeah anyway and it's, so it's like four hours is all we have it's like, nice to just have a little time limit and just like yeah. rush to do things and then it's done afterwards because you know not every day you want to spend like four hours on a friggin' yeah chord progression and that's it. Like <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. Yeah. Um, so your lo-fi thing, uh, then have you got much stuff out on that? Is that something you just do like uh, when you just want to make lo-fi sort of sounding stuff, or is it like something you actually want to do and push, or what is that well, for so, you? So that my overarching like goal is yeah. that I want Odd Mob to be the just like the governing body for the several like things underneath and my yeah. what I would love to do in the future is to do a, a bunch of uh, shows where it's like all the side projects and things yeah. like they all come together under yeah. one so <coughs> you know have like some lo-fi stuff early in the earlier in the night you know just yeah kind of feels you know a bit of a bop yeah then like the album kind of music very melodic kind of uplifting yeah and then you know, for after parties, things like that, oddities, like just yeah. rompers. Like. You could just do a whole set from open to close. <coughs> yeah, you pre- just play, pretty much. You know, you could play the whole but thing. Like, I, I recommend everyone. I mean, that's a big goal, but that'd be awesome. Like, <laughs> it would, it would. Like, you know, that, that is kind of like something I'd, there's just like, I want to do a thousand things, but yeah. <laughs> um, a lo-fi project, I would recommend it to anyone because yeah. it's just like so stress-free. Yeah, because yeah. all the sounds, you know, you just want to make them like a little bit like rough, like yeah, you don't have to. You, it's the opposite of should, trying to get the perfect clean yeah. sound. You're like, like, no, 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 we don't want that. You just like, yeah, just yeah. pick pick sounds that you like, and yeah. then you can do a relatively basic amount of mixing. Yeah, like you're not. It's just very freeing. Yeah, like when you're just in that mood, just to write. Like, and I like, just want to just you know make some feelsy chords. You know, sample a piano, like just yeah do whatever like yeah. that's that was the only reason I did that because like it's too chill for odd mob yeah and you know it just wouldn't really work to have it under that name yeah so, so it's got to be yeah something else yeah. I mean I think it's also fun like there are some artists out there who have like a thousand different site like Eric yeah. Prids Prids Prides I don't yeah, know. yeah Prids yeah he, you know with all of his even though I wouldn't say they're actually quite as discernible from one another somewhere. yeah but, yeah um probably a better reference like caribou do you know caribou by any chance mm, i know the name but i don't think i know true i'd recommend definitely checking him out he has yeah. like several other things um so caribou is like more known for these like 
melodic like kind of everything like yeah, under yeah. the melodic spectrum but then he has uh Daphne which is like another thing yeah more experimental kind of vibes yeah um who's doing it now as well uh Fortet he is so he's Fortet but he also has KH like where he's done some stuff that's a little bit more yeah not as weird I guess I would get I don't know what he, what he wants to do with it but yeah side projects are great like yeah if you just want to do something else yes yeah, and if it different. doesn't quite fit enough like I'm all for having a like a, an artist and where they release like a pretty wide range of music yeah that's great I reckon if you can develop a fan base who are just open for anything yeah that's, that's the problem sick. is you've got to develop that that fan yeah, base. yeah exactly and like this is like kind of a little bit unrelated, but what I've learned in the last year yeah. is that now that I'm dealing with people in America, yeah. people just take you for, it's like the concept of you yeah. is almost more important than your actual music in yeah. a way. So they'll just, it's the overall, it's like, what's the first like thing that comes to people's minds? Like when they think of your music, like that's pretty much what people book you for festivals and stuff like that. So the, yeah. you know, there'll be people that, that don't really, necessarily love your music or anything like yeah. that but they know like hey this guy can sell this many tickets this guy yeah. like does this type of music yeah this is like that what their social this media crowd, this like, is what yeah. their social media presence is like and that's pretty much for the for uh events and stuff that are less curated like where they do yeah. like real deep you know digging yeah, yeah, and they're yeah. listening to everything like constantly that's like more important like yeah not for not only for the people running the events but people who go to these shows yeah they'll be like oh let's go and see this guy like he does house yeah he does like he's like this guy like not not oh i love this tune of his that like you know yeah i listen, I listen the you know the second drop is like yeah. awesome but it's like oh he does this so, so like because they'll yeah. hear one song they'll hear like one song of yours and they'll yeah. be like okay that's his thing like yeah that's him and then they'll go to a sentence is it a oh, banger oh, what like <laughs> he doesn't he plays like this type of music that's, yeah that's like you know, so yeah. you, you ha that's why you have to be careful, like, in a way, like, from going too far outside the spectrum under yeah. the name that you... Because then they'll see that and go, oh, that's what he is. Yeah, like, exactly. You know, like, if, especially, if, what I am. especially if it somehow pops off. Yeah. That's the that's actually, like, a bit of a scary thought. Like, yeah. this one thing you've done on the side yeah. somehow gets really big, but it's not what you want to do yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that can that can probably be a bit of a... yeah. A complicated scenario so yeah side products good if you want to yeah. i recommend it just if you got the time if you want to just a little outlet because you'll get like everything you do you'll be learning you'll be you'll be learning along the way yeah. like and the more the more genres you experiment with the more you learn mm. definitely like making hip-hop you learn a few you know you learn a few things yeah like there's definitely about, techniques and like little things and mm. even like melody and writing stuff you know like oh that's yeah oh that's what they do in hip-hop and you're like oh cool i can use that yeah so like the Whatever. other day i was making like a catronata type of beat thing yeah and what i learned is that holy shit if i just put a set amount of delay like say 10 seconds yeah. on the hat the bass line and you know anything but the the kick and the clap yeah it gives you that like, you know, that bit of like bounce or whatever, like yeah. set delay, not like yeah. just on certain like sixteenths or whatever. Yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, just about for the time. And yeah, I was yeah. like, holy crap! All right, now what if I try this with one of my, you know, type of melodic housey tracks? Yeah, and then now I'm getting into these kind of flume almost esque spectrums on these other tracks. Yeah, by using that same technique where I was yeah. trying to make just like funk. Yeah, and. 
that, you know, that's like a, a small example of how yeah. that all. Yeah, that where all other works. genres, like making other genres is really good to learn. Yeah. You know, like because of that, exactly what you, you said. Know, yeah, it's like you make trap and then you learn, oh shit, like people who make trap and things like that, they phase align like their sub, like their 808 to their ki- like kick on the top. Yeah. And then makes you think a little bit more about phase alignment in yeah. in-house, even though it's like not particularly common or like yeah because that sub region is like you know it's like <coughs> a trap like it's you know it's yeah it's exactly the and the it's kick, super yeah. super important for yeah. that so like yeah just it's cool um yeah. i mean i think all the best artists all kind of dabble in a lot of things right well like, have dabbled at least yeah 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 and they can i find a lot of the producers i like the most are the ones who also like write for other artists yeah like definitely i don't think they're I don't think there are many that are in my top 10 that haven't like dabbled in doing production work for other people. Yeah. And I think that different goes genres back. Than, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's just cause you know, they learn, they're just learning a, a lot all the time. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, yeah, but this is what I like to make. And so they choose something that they want to make, but they still got all this other stuff that they can make. Yeah, exactly. You, know, you just from. have like so many different things that yeah. you can draw from and then, yeah that's how you end up with like your own unique sound. You draw from all your inspirations, like all the stuff you've done before and you know, you really put your mind to it as you're making, you think like, is this unique? Is this like different? Is this like me? And then if it answers all those questions, then you just like fucking run with it. Right. So is that something that you do now when you're like writing stuff? Do you think about those things? Like, is this, unique? I always try and think a lot of if it's unique. Cause like sometimes I find myself, Especially like the last remix I <coughs> I released, it was was I didn't think it was very good, like, but it was just you know, like we were talking about before, just let it go, like, just do it yeah, as yeah. A, as you know, it was fun to make at the time. Uh, bit derivative, like, caught myself. I'm like, fuck, I'm doing a bit. I'm just kind of like do doing Fisher House, like, yeah, this yeah. is um, copying someone using a formula of someone. Yeah, yeah, just like, ke- keeping it a little bit too formulaic. So you know, now with these next like club tracks that I've been working on. Now I'm like more aware, like I'm, I'm yeah. thinking about that as I'm doing it. Like, does it, oh, that sounds too much like, it's that, just like yeah. taking, like just not going to the first idea that pops into my head. You know? Yeah. Um, which I think people, you know, can be good, can be bad. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes good to let it flow. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. Just, That's right. You know, yeah. Sometimes you're just vibing it. Like it doesn't matter. It's not original. You're just vibing it. Like, cause we it, actually, like, um, Last night I was in here with Johnny and I think Jimmy, you've probably met him too. He was at that Diffuse Sessions. Um, and we were oh, just yeah, here yeah. having drinks. And Was Jimmy the guy who did, did the future Red, Red, No, no, that was Chris. Uh, red hair, more like oh, yeah. atmospheric house yeah, 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 stuff. Yeah. Um, and we just started, like, let's write a tune. And so it was like, we just took turns. There's three of us. So it's like, someone yeah. would go and it's like, all right, next person. And you just like, you know, rotate around while we're having like drinks and stuff. Yeah. And yeah, it was really cool to have that, um, you know, everyone just bring in their own vibe. And it's like, oh, I'd like wrote a bass line. And I was like, oh, that's just a real basic G house bass line. Like totally get rid of it and write another one. If you you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, having yeah. that flexibility to be like, no, get rid of that. Like that's just in there for now. Like yeah. put something else in, you know, like totally, um, I sort of like sometimes doing that where you don't get married to any one idea. You like, yeah, get rid of that's that. So like, hard sometimes. Start, I know because you get because you like hear it and it's the whole vibe of the track. And you're like, no, nah, just get rid of it. It just put feels something wrong. Else, yeah, yeah, put something else in. Like, like I've been sitting on this like track for ages, and there's like this clap in there, <laughs> and for some reason every other clap I tried for just every single time it would just feel wrong. Yeah, even though I knew because. 
this clap I had used, the sample was like phasing out in mono. Yeah. Like it was just <laughs> so like, you've got it a, was yeah. like completely different to mono. I'm like, so I, I have to pick a new sample yeah, at yeah. some point. Um, so man, it took me a while to like friggin' get used to putting something else in there. Like I was so attached to that clap. Yeah. Sample. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else was like quite the same. Nothing else is working for me. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I wish I had that ability to just like, let it go straight away. Yeah. It's refreshing sometimes. Yeah. Like sometimes I feel like I need it. to be more analytical. Like yeah. I know the guys who are at the top of the game for that kind of stuff are just like very good at just being like bad, bad. <laughs> That's <Different>. bad. <laughs> do something else. Like I like it, but it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> like this, 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 it just won't do. Like yeah, yeah. Being able to make those tough decisions, I suppose, just get not nah, scrap it. Like start yeah. again, do it Put again. It in the bin. Put the whole project in the bin. Yeah. That's what I say. Um, so how did you, how did the Odd Mob um, duo start then? Because it was a duo yeah. to begin with. Um, so it originally started because Robbie and I were both just doing house parties. Yeah. When we were doing so Mobile you were DJing. DJing. Robbie was like yeah. the guy who like ruled the, the north side, basically. Was, this, so is he, how, this is how we like to think about it. He had the north side Robbie, massive. Mo- Robbie more so was like, you know, he, he was the friggin' like party guy. Like, yeah. Every, like. It's impossible not to love Robbie. Like, mm. like back then he was just like the coolest dude. Like you never, yeah. you never want to meet. Like, and so he was like the North Side guy. Like, yeah, all the sickest parties. Like he was making good money too because everyone wanted him to play at his. He was uh, in high play. demand. Yeah, yeah, he was in heavily high demand. Yeah, and you know, I, I like a bit of a bit of a not a following, but you know, people who like really like would. Like, I was getting most of my bookings at this point just through people hitting me up. Like, hey, yeah. come play at my house party. Um, uh, so we both did some of those youth events together. Yep. And uh, we, at at one point, because Robbie had, C- like, you know, he was making good money. He, yeah, he yeah. you know, saved up enough to buy himself a set of CDJ. It's yeah. CDJ 2000s and a DJM 800, I think. Yeah. And... Uh, I really wanted to learn how to play on CDJs because, like, you know, I want to like learn how to play in the clubs, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and this is as I had learned a bit on Ableton. So we basically like met up one day to trade like skills. Yeah. <laughs> essentially, <laughs> yeah. like he showed me how to play on CDJs. Yeah. And uh, he even let me a CDJs, like, which was very trusting of him. Uh, and uh, I showed him a bit of stuff on Ableton, and then so we just kind of became good friends, and yeah. then. Basically, so do you know Kurt Boxel? By any chance? I do know Kurt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Kurt Boxel was running So Suspicious. Yeah. And there was a DJ comp to play there. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we wanted to enter, but when we when we messaged him, he's like, oh, there's only one spot left, So, but you can enter as a duo. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. But he's like, but they're doing the poster like right now, so you need to just like come up with a name. So we just like, like, went into name generated all this kind of shit at yeah. one point we had odd squad but then we googled like and it was some there's like some some elderly radio um show yeah over in like the netherlands or something called the odd squad like <laughs> you so have to get on that so, show somehow. so we were just <laughs> like you tie, you have we to just get like, on that show. all right odd mob all right done yeah done didn't really think anything of it but it just like stuck and uh, yeah kind of cool it's just like you know now it doesn't really make sense now that I'm one person, but yeah, I I realize as well like names don't really matter that much. Like you yeah. create your own brand for being cool. Like yeah, like if you had the name Skrillex, if it wasn't big, 
You'd be like, that's a fucking shit name, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. The fuck if your mate comes up and goes, I want to be called Skrillex, you're like, oh, <laughs> man, I don't know. You should work on that a bit more. Yeah, it's like your <laughs> Xbox Live name, mate. Like, yeah, just, yeah. But, uh, you know, so uh, I don't mind it too much. And also, it's like super easy for people to remember. Yeah. and uh, It's very individual, I, yeah. I, I'm a big fan of just, like, paying homage to, like, the things that you've that have happened to you in the past. Like, yeah. It's part of the journey. Like, yeah, just, yeah. You know, just embrace like all the all the random like weird things that you accumulate along the way. Like, I'm a big fan of that. I know a lot of people now. Like, some of the big guys are all about you know make a new name, like make, yeah, keep yeah. it all as clean and on brand, brand or whatever yeah, is yeah. possible. But that's not really me. Like, I'd rather just like fucking. I'd rather try and keep the attitude of a little bit of you know just fuck it like yeah. throughout everything because. It's more of the story then, you know, it's yeah, the story like, of where you've come from. If you change, you know, otherwise it's, I, I was talking about this the other day on like a solo podcast was like story versus brand, you know, that's what you're talking about there. Like yeah. you're talking about the story is like, you know, of where you've come from and the journey along the way. And mm. some people do like the new brand and keep it on point and clean, you know. Some people like it, but like, yeah. like. Honestly, like, I just can't be asked, like, because, yeah. like, at what Too point, at, effort at, to what fake point everything. at what point yeah. is there, like, something else that's deemed, like, embarrassing or, yeah. like, not on brand yeah, that you yeah. do as your brand changes? Then yeah. it's like, oh, shit, do I change my name again? Like, yeah, yeah. That's and it's it, like, yeah. you know, fuck, like, it's, it must get a bit bloody tiring, like, yeah. stressing about it so much. And I think people connect more with the story <laughs> side of it, you know, like, it's, it's interesting, like, people who maybe are just starting and going, oh, I remember when I had to enter a DJ club, your shot. I had to enter your shot and <laughs> I had to choose a name. Yeah. Like, bang, there you go, like, whatever name it is. And yeah. That's exactly what you're sort of describing, you know. Pretty people much. go, oh, I've done that. Oh, yeah, like, it's that connection of, I've, you know, I've experienced that as well. Yeah, like, big, you know, I reckon what I liked about back in let's not say the old days but like yeah. you know five or six years ago before there was like so much this clear-cut path that you can take of, yeah you know before all the like big money and stuff really got involved as for much, the big edm like you know it was yeah, just yeah. like you know you had there was like so much more tongue-in-cheek with like just it like it wasn't yeah. so serious like yeah with names they weren't all so brand like thought of like yeah it's like, this is who I am. Like, it's just a name. I still remember, like, Duck Sauce. Like, yeah. kind of like, you know, just a really just nonsensical name. Like, <laughs> yeah. And at one point, they were DJing with, like, duck, duck bills on and shit yeah, like that. Yeah. Like, it was always, always, you know, like, fun. It was, like, yeah. fun. It was, like, tongue-in-cheek. Like, I, I guess bit it's of like a laugh. I guess it's on brand. Like, but, you know, yeah. you don't see them, like, going back to change their name, like, just because it's not friggin'. Yeah you know, cool or, like, yeah. lo-fi enough or whatever, yeah. you know. Um, so, yeah. Anyone out there thinking of, do it, like, stressing too much about your name, like, yeah. you make your name cool. Yeah. That's what I think. Whatever it is, you just make it cool. You make it, you, like, make it associated with what you want. If it Just make sure it's easy enough to spell. That's probably the, yeah. the hardest thing, yeah. I think. Is and to people, find as well. Yeah, if, like, if, if it's something find real you, generic, like... DJ Pete, like, you know, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's like, like 100 DJ Pete's, like, yeah. fuck, where is it? Like, it's got to yeah. be a little bit easy it's gotta to find. Be unique, yeah. It's got to be, like, somewhat unique, and it has to be easy to find. Those are probably yeah. the two main things, but, like, everything you know, else is... You're always going to be growing. Like, 
you're yeah. always going to be growing. Do you want to have a project that grows with you or like, or do yeah. you want to have a thing that you specifically want just for like, everything's got to fit inside that box. You don't that, have to, that like yeah. to that time frame, I guess, yeah, before yeah. your sound like changes and you need a new side project. Yeah. Yeah. But there are a lot of projects now that people are like launching that are designed with that in mind. They have like yeah. a specific like five year timeline that, and they have the managers, they have the money behind them ready to go. And they're yeah. just like, yeah, they freaking go right. for that big smash it out before you know it. They've been placed on like sick festival lineups and all that kind of shit. Yeah. But it's a bit vapid. Like it's a bit whatever. Like, do you have, anyway, it depends what you want to do. It, yeah. It, yeah. You know, like- exactly. I would rather, uh, like me personally, I would rather just try and just keep this associated with just me. Like whatever yeah. I'm doing, like it's yeah. not, not so much the project. This yeah. is like the project. This is like, it's going to finish like wherever. Yeah. For me, like odd mob is just me. Like this is this yeah. is me. This is just whatever. Like it's yeah. whatever. It like is. you said, you've got that. It's that blanket, and then you're gonna do other things within it, sort of almost. Yeah. Um. um so at some point this year as well, I'm gonna launch a uh, label. Yeah. So we're t- we're creating a label, uh, like an oddities type label as well. That's what when you were saying that about like that umbrella, I was thinking like that sounds like you know a label which yeah. could have all these different you know branches of things that you yeah. do. Yeah. Basically, like. Um, so that's going to be really exciting. I feel like that'll be a bit of a breath of fresh air, like just doing yeah, that'll be good, man. More A and R type stuff. Like, yeah. So when are you thinking of launching <clears throat> that? Because I imagine people listening are going to be like, "Oh, sweet! I'm going to get some tracks ready for Oddbob's <laughs> label." Uh, look, I'm, is there I'm any like, plan, or it's like sometimes... no? I'm just scouting the people now, like yeah, just yeah. looking, just sending messages to yeah. you know whoever I think would fit for it because yeah, right now there's like a specific like spectrum of like club tunes i think that um there's not really a specific platform label for it just yet yet, yeah which yeah basically anyone who's making like if you think back to the old like ministry of sound compilation days love those days and you had those like wacky tracks and pretty much every track you would just be like oh that's like that's electro or what people would call it like yeah tech like yeah um, yeah Whatever the like over overriding term is, like before yeah, there yeah. was so much like it's electro, yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to just call it electro, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. It's electro. Everything was electro or whatever. It's electronic sounds, yeah, yeah, house yeah, yeah. Pretty much that is what I want to keep it as. Yeah, cool. Anything that's just friggin' like weird, but like slaps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, it like weird but slaps, so n- nothing too like derivative of like bass music or yeah. whatever like so it's got to be its own thing individual unique we'll sort see of stuff, yeah. but yeah i want but I, yeah it's, i, I want to work haven't with, even started it yet. yeah yeah exactly <laughs> i just uh, my plan is to just work with these people and yeah help help them like grow yeah into what i think they could could do yeah so it's not going to be a-listers or any shit like that yeah like, yeah but it's going along with that journey then again you know like yeah, talking about the story. Yeah, like, you know, I'm helping people out. There's, yeah. there's some so many like producers I find out there. I'm like, fuck, you could be, you could have like a real following if you just like refined these yeah. parts, or like if you just like had a bit of a better social media presence, yeah, or yeah. like if you had like that cool brand backing you up. Like there are so many of these artists, and they don't have a brand. Yeah, yeah. So this is they just put music out. Then yeah, no... I want this to be like it's a label, but it's also like a brand for you that you yeah, can like. Yeah. 
you can like flex like that, yeah. that you can use to your advantage yeah you know like yeah yeah you know like when people get like released on confession and stuff like that's yeah. a bit of a, a name that they can use like yeah yeah that holds I've like got a release on your confession oh Marlo's label you know yeah like, yeah, 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 like, yeah yeah exactly like I'm not saying I'm like fucking Marlo or whatever but you know that, yeah we'll grow it like we'll do yeah we'll, oh I'm we'll not label like kind of thing yeah yeah, yeah like you know, I wanted to hold a bit of esteem with people, so like people yeah. can. Anyway, there's a lot of work to do for. Yeah, them, yeah, but it's it's <laughs> getting ahead of ourselves. Let's just yeah. let's just drop a bit of hype for the people. Yeah, they're like whoever's yeah, listening cool. to this. If you're a producer, you know. yeah, well, that'd be cool because um, you know, like your your DJ sets and your productions are quite unique a lot of the times, um, and you know, I think more of that would be awesome. You know, whether it's just artists or tunes that you like from other people. Yeah. More of that out there is going to be great, you know? Yeah, I, I mean, like, some... I, I don't know if you ever have this problem, but, like, sometimes when I'm going to go and, like, piece together a set, yeah, it takes me so fucking long to find new music. Yeah. Because, like, so, the, some of these labels and stuff that I used to just, like, go to all the time... Yeah. Now they're just, like... Not so much like the quality, like the vibe just isn't the same. Like it yeah. just doesn't have that a same allure. Like I think it's because there's so much music now in general that, like, even those you know the labels that used to be your go to yeah. or something, it's now it's like there's just so much music that it's like it's oh, just so- those those three songs all sound the same as each yeah. other. Like yeah, so even if I do want to, like, I can only really take one of them. Yeah. You know, whereas back in the day it would have been all different. Exactly. You know, I, I like, could take like five tracks. Not to from that not label. to like throw yeah. shade or anything, but Yeah, like, yeah, of course. Can, yeah. You know, when Confession first started, every single confession song that came out, I was like, fucking love it. Yeah. Like, gimme gimme. Into the yeah, into the into now, the cart, like, into the now cart, not yeah. every track. Definitely not yeah. every track like hits me in the same way. Like there are still some like tracks I'm like Yeah. Fucking awesome. Like yeah. Like uh, recently, like Dong Kong released a little EP on there. I thought that was friggin' sick. That was yeah. super dope. But you know, not all the tracks just like hit me in the same way. They're they're yeah. like they're good, but it's like it almost became its own thing that people just started like deriving, making it. Like, I'm gonna make a confessions track. Tra- yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So it's like, yeah, trying to avoid that. Yeah, over time. So yeah, but you know, uh. It's hard to find, it was really hard to find music for, for sets, which is like why me and my manager were talking about it. Like, fuck, wouldn't it be good if to just like try and, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but you know, try yeah. and have like a label that is that songs that I would want to play. Like, yeah. So it all, if you know, if it was me in a different body, like searching yeah. for the, for music, for this yeah, music, yeah. I'd be like, all right, I, I know like that, those. Yeah. yeah hopefully, I'd, you know, if there's something new on here, like I'll probably yeah. end up throwing it in. Like, yeah, yeah. But fuck, it's, I don't know what it is these days, like, if it's just my tastes have changed compared to yeah. what's happening, or if there's just, like, that many more people producing, but fuck, it's hard to find good music. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like think it's, it's probably both, you know? Like, yeah. I think, I, I find that too, you hear so many songs and it's like, it's good, but it just sounds like every other song yeah, it's I've like, just listened I could, to. I could, like, yeah, exactly. It like, doesn't stand out to me, it's like, yeah. Yeah, like what? I don't know what's changed. I I honestly don't. But anyway, it t- it seems to take me longer and longer each yeah. time. And I think it's also part of the problem is that like SoundCloud really went down. Like yeah, really went downhill. And repost bots and 
Yeah. Friggin', I got in, I've been invited to that many, like, repost networks. Yeah. And I just turned them all down because I... I'm just not a fan of how they killed off the whole platform, basically. Yeah. Like, because you can't... You, I used to be able to go down my feed and it's like, artists I follow and, you know, they're maybe reposting, you know, a remix that they did or a, a song that they really, really like. Yeah. But now it's just... All these, all these like repost groups, and you have like big artists that are involved in it because they yeah. think that it'll, you know, it'll help boost their tracks. But in turn, they're just the feed just becomes a whole bunch of shit that I don't want to listen to. Yeah, like yeah, it just yeah, it just stops up the whole like, experience. Yeah, oh, it used to be so easy. I used to just love scrolling down, and now it's just like, like genres that I'm Why not am even I hearing this. Like, yeah. yeah, like or if you. One um, big artist has like accidentally signed up to the artist union or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And or and now they're reposting like tracks that are like quite tragic or like yeah yeah. A lot of like Italian like EDM keeps sneaking its way back into my feed and either, <laughs> either like, through re- reposts <laughs> yeah. or like um like I've gone to download a track from someone I like, but as part of it, my account has ended up following like these artists that I do not have the slightest interest in. Yeah. And that is fucked. Like, that is why SoundCloud yeah. went downhill. If they yeah. could if they could just, like, get rid of all that and, like, start afresh, holy fuck, they, it could be a thing again. Yeah. Because, like, the direct... The fucking best part about SoundCloud, direct from the artist to you if they want. Yeah. They just upload yeah. it. That's it. Like, it's there. Yeah. Like, how fucking sick would it be, like, Picture Charmy or Diplo or... I don't know any big name. They just they just make like a beat one day and they yeah. can just put it out yeah. there, even if it's for a limited time or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. And you know that you're going to be scrolling through and seeing like, oh, that that's my dream is to have <laughs> is to have <laughs> have SoundCloud without <laughs> repost, fresh SoundCloud, Sound, SoundCloud, SoundCloud without repost. Like, yeah. But, so yeah, now I have to I have to resort to like way more like um, Spotify playlists, Spotify. Yeah. Um, the algorithm like showing me good stuff on my discover weekly or uh, yeah. release radar um and reddit and blogs and things like that yeah that's only so good like it's not exactly yeah. customized to all the artists that i'm interested in yeah you know so it's tough isn't it but there is a i believe there is a there's like a feature on soundcloud where you can just see music that's from the people that you follow uh, okay but probably gonna pay even the, for it or uh, it's probably a paid uh, feature i think there's like a different feed or whatever but anyway okay yeah I don't, I don't know. I haven't really used that a whole lot, but the fact is, is like now my account is following all these artists that I don't want to. Yeah. As well, like just, just from, start a fresh from, account. Yeah, pretty much. Hey, like and just yeah, <coughs> get back into the swing of things because I was really proud of like the repertoire of artists that I follow that I built. Yeah. Up. Like some artists, you go on their profile and they're following like fuck all people, but I'm following like thousands and thousands. Yeah. Because like I see potential, like because I want. Yeah, yeah. You want to be that guy who like you found the next, the next like big yeah. thing or whatever. I was playing his tracks way, way yeah, exactly. before he was big. And yeah. you know, you download a good track when it has like 800 plays and you're like, yeah. fuck yeah, like play this in a set. Everyone's going to be trying to Shazam it or whatever and they're going to have There's no life. No, like, no idea. What was that track? Oh, uh, you know. Like, yeah. Yeah. We need that back. Because. Because yeah. that's the old, back in the day, like. It sounds know, that so was, friggin' boomer. Like. You never, yeah. <laughs> like, so like, armchair, armchair of me, but like. I also feel like some people's sets are just like getting very much like very similar because they yeah. only have like 
maybe that's just me being a. I think that's definitely me being just old and fucking grouchy or whatever. Old and boomer esque. I, I feel like that's why I've like transitioned more into listening to like these more a lot of these like house artists, um, like Porsa and Michael Bibby and stuff like that. Yeah. Just because like their sets are just full of like just great, great tracks like that you can. That they're all sharing like amongst one another and like I like shit like I always that. tell like, people so like my my favorite thing when I go out is when I don't know any of the songs that are played, but it's like an awesome yeah you know, like night, but I don't know yeah. any of them. That's yeah. that's the ultimate for me because I'm like oh this is awesome, but I don't know yeah the the song, so I'm not the oh I know this uh, oh he's, he's mixing it in now you know yeah. so I don't think about it. It's like I reckon also yeah. like dubstep. Yeah, I think one of the reasons dubstep is, dubstep is like so popular as well is because they have their the community that they have there, like and the the culture of like sharing like um like little dub plates and DJ tools yeah. and shit like amongst one another. I feel like yeah. that is very like compared to other genres, it's they seem to be pretty open with that kind of stuff. Yeah, so yeah. You, like a lot of the sets that you listen to, or for instance, um. Like, there are all these mixes that Subtronics puts up. Mm. And, you know, I'm not a big fan of, like, all this dubstep and stuff myself. Yeah. But I can really appreciate when they upload a mix and it's just, like, full of, like, cool IDs. Yeah. And it's because they just, you know, they're all sharing and, like... Yeah. Creating, like, little tools, like, rough tools. Yeah. Whereas I, I don't think there's as much of that... There's not as much of that around, like, with some other genres, I don't think. Yeah. Was, or at least maybe there it is, but I'm just like... They just put the music I'm out. Just, <laughs> I but just it, but is, is that because there's maybe less of a scene to um, like sell the music in those places and it's more like about the live acts? Yeah. You know oh, what I mean? True. So it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. we want the live show to be cool, not that you can get these tunes and IDs at home. You know, you can't just buy them and listen to them at home. Yeah. You've got to come to the show because we've got... It's sort yeah, of like how it true, used to true. be. You I know, mean, like, I guess... Be, House music does sell a lot better on Beatport, so yeah, maybe there's a bit more incentive for them to just like not share as many rough things, or maybe it just does happen, and I'm just like completely unaware. Like, that it could, could easily, just be that culture could, anyway, yeah. you know? Like, yeah, I, I could just be like completely missing that the fact that it exists, but yeah, <coughs> I do like that. I wish that was that was more of yeah. a thing because that was like back in the day, like you know when vinyl used to be around. It was like well, you couldn't. Go and get it, yeah. You couldn't just go and get that track. Like, you know, like the the DJ, you know, store yeah, or whatever would bloody, have um, five records. They'd get five of them in. Yeah. If you weren't one of the five who bought the record, you can't listen and to like, it. And, like, I love the uh, white labels. Yeah, yeah. You just, like, have no idea what it is. And then yeah. it's, like, not even permanent as well because they, like, wear out over time yeah, or whatever. Yeah. That is sick. I would yeah. love to just, like, oh, it's got me thinking. Album on the label. Yeah. <laughs> Put no, the no. album on the no. label. <laughs> like, Don't say it. Tell everyone. No, no. Just yeah. like, that'd be pretty sweet to have like a full like, almost like a white label thing that you could do. Yeah. Like with like smaller artists that you work with. Yeah. You're just sending these tracks out, but you, you get them and you don't even know who they're by. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. Just a just genre. A, it's just got a you, genre. It's like, this is the genre. You almost <laughs> just like build up like an audience, like build up a bit of hype around a track before it comes out because everyone's had it, but they just don't know what it, who no, it's who by. it is or anything. That would be pretty cool. 
There we go. Mm. Ooh, ideas. Ideas. So tell us a bit about, um, because I saw the other day that um, Is It a Banger is, it's turned however many years old it is. Five ah, years. Yeah, five years. Yeah. Five years. Um, I think it's interesting to maybe, and I don't know if you can talk about this, but mm. the, um, the copyright around that, because that's obviously the, you know, the vocal um, has got a, you know, it's yeah. well known from mm. Parks and Recreation with Aziz and all that. Like, yeah. How did that happen? Because people always wonder about copyright, like, how does the process happen? Was there a, did you um, guys most write it and then go, oh, yeah, yeah. this is going to be cool, we've got to contact him? Or yeah, what yeah, exactly. There? That's yeah. how, exactly how you just said, like, so yeah. basically uh, we created it and then, you know, down the track, we had to... Yeah get it cleared. So, you know, had to message um, NBC mm-hmm. and then they had to contact uh, as is. Yeah. Because um, it's like a down to like a, what's it, you know, all the different credits. Like, so there's someone who has the rights over the words. That's <laughs> what I mean. Like, the, is it like Parks and Recreation? Yeah. The, so the, N- the channel that owns, you know, that NBC. Yeah. So NBC. They had to like, sign off on it. Yeah. So they have like the rights to the, uh, the, um, the script the composition, right? The composition, <laughs> yeah. Actually, but then you know, also the as his as voice had the performance, yeah. <laughs> right, so, yeah, yeah. It was kind of difficult. Apparently, as as was on like bad terms with the show after okay. it ended. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyway, I I definitely think I would avoid like sampling a TV show again because it was quite yeah. difficult. Yeah. Um, Lots of time and sort of stuff. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. And also, you just emails. You just like de- it's, like. I think you're just dealing with people who are just in a different industry, so it's not not yeah. quite as easy because they're like, well, what can we get? Like, you yeah, know, yeah, it's like they don't really know like what's expected, and yeah, wouldn't recommend it. Wouldn't, re- yeah. But uh, yeah, sampling's good. Sampling's good, but it, yeah, you're opening yourself up for friggin' headaches, like yeah, around the you know down the path. Yeah, that's it. Because like for me, like that was. Um, that was a big influence on me for writing music as well. Just like with the down, the down pitch vocals and stuff like that. Oh that, yeah. Um, you know, we're in it. Like if you go back and listen to my first release, that was on a label. It's like similar vibes to, oh, true. Uh, is it a banger? Yeah. Just with like down pitch vocals and some of the, like, you know, um, the baseline melodies. So it is quite weird looking back now, like looking back at, is it a banger and like breaking down the composition? Yeah. If it had like a Fisher, like, horn or something at the start it could you could almost get away with it like it's almost like releasing it's almost like relevant again like yeah there you go just add a just add a horn to it like you know the baseline stays tomorrow i'll have a breaking koi remix (laughs) it just has a horn in it just has a fisher horn in there yeah the baseline stays the same through the whole track yeah um it kind of is maybe i was just Maybe we were just way ahead of the game. You had a good time. <laughs> but no, we were just trying to make Jack and House after we listened to like... Um, That's what I thought, yeah. Had yeah. a once and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and we were pretty drunk. And we thought it would be funny. Because so we made it drunk, trying to make Jack and House. We, yeah, we were just like... Because be like funny. we had the backing track and... Um, How did you figure we, out? We, like, no, well, we were just listening to all these Jack and House tracks and we're like, oh, it's just like... You know, we have this, and then you just like put it, just like any vocal, like you put almost anything there, like from yeah. a TV show or for like, I forget what track that we were listening to, but it had like spoken lyrics, like, and now yeah. we're going to do the song, yeah. and it just like fills up all this space. 
Yeah. So like, fucking, okay, well, what could we put in there? And straight away, Robbie's like, I just finished this episode of Parks and Recreation. <laughs> yeah. It would be perfect. Because uh, there's so many people who watched, probably watched that and went, is it a banger? And it was like, oh, that totally should be in a song. And yeah. then it was like, <laughs> then it was. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> it was good. Uh, you know, I'm thankful for it because it like gave me a chance to like get into the scene. I yeah, know, like, it, like it was your like it like sort of blew my, things my, up my for you. Life but, yeah. probably would have been different if I, you know, I didn't like. Cause it, yeah, it pushed me into doing music full time, so my life would definitely be different. Maybe I'd have more money now, but yeah, <laughs> would you be think, as happy? I don't Who think knows? I'd be as happy. Yeah, yeah. No. I don't think I'd be quite as relaxed as I am now. Yeah. Um. Yeah, thankful for it, <laughs> but also, so, but but also, I know you always just like I see it all the time. You're like. Stop telling me to play it. I'm not playing yeah, it. See, you don't play I'm it anymore. That point now. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's five years it. old. Like, yeah, but it'd be different. It was if it was like a friggin' like actual classic, like you know, that had some sort of emotional. Mate, for a lot of people, it is. Yeah, but the only thing that they're <laughs> attached to is like nostalgia. But there's no, yeah. there's no actual emotion behind it. Like, it's not an yeah. emotional track. Like, you yeah. don't hear "Is it a banger?" And you're like, <laughs> yeah, I remember my my. You know, I remember when, when I, I was saw young. that show. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> pretty much it, yeah. That's like the only sort of nostalgia, like the yeah. only sort of feeling that you can get from it. Oh, um, man, it, it encapsulates yeah. that whole era of the banger. Oh, yeah, thing. man. You know what like, I mean? Is it a banger? Like, it was a classic. Like, it's a Universal classic. Store was, like, after that, Universal Store was, like, printing banger, um, like, signs, things that you can hold up at festivals and shit yeah, like exactly. that. And, like, See? You changed the culture, mate. Banger's just been... Overuse, <laughs> yeah. Well, so there was a thing that we were looking at. It was like a Google Trends thing of like the word banger, and yeah. there was a tiny bit of a spike like after the song came out. Yeah, and yeah. Using it, that was us. <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe. Uh, yeah, but yeah. I think that tune is like the that word is like overused heavily now. Like banger, yeah. like fucking anything is a banger. Like according to according to our uh, people and. Uh, I think it needs to stop. I think, I you, think you need I to, almost I, think of banger as like a, a derogatory term now. To me, a banger is some, <laughs> is something that's like generic, easy, everyone's going to love. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, that's what yeah. I, nowadays, if someone says it's a banger, I'm like, oh, I'm probably not going to like it. That, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, a, I would like you said something yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want something interesting and different that's, you yeah. know. Um, whereas like when I, when I hear someone say a banger, I just think of like some generic. En- energetic, like you just. It, yeah, yeah, something with lots of energy, like that, you know, that's real generic. Not like some weird tune that you won't know that you'll hear at a club and be like, oh, this fucking. Yeah. This tune. It's not that. It's like. She slaps. It's a generic sort of term for me yeah um so let's uh let's talk about a little bit of production like what are you mm-hmm. loving at the moment is there anything uh any um plugins or um, techniques okay. or creative so you're talking about delays or i there? really like um kick tweak that's yeah. a nice little plugin what's what's that Costs like five bucks yeah what's it do uh i found about out about it on a chris lake tutorial and it's yeah. literally just a thing it has only t- it just has 10 presets and you put it on a kick and it just makes it sound, it's got to, makes it sound a little bit. It's like a channel. Strip. Very subtle, like, effect. Yeah, okay. Um, also found out that if you want to sound like Flume's mixtape, there's a plugin called Echo Bode. Yeah. Which is literally, like, a lot of the sounds in that. That's yeah. really, um, it's like a weird combination of, like, all these different effects in one. Like, yeah. 
I'm starting to really like a lot of those like Channel little li like little yeah. effects that are just multiple yeah. things in one that just yeah. like simplify your life a bit. It's got like a little um, bit of EQ, a little bit of yeah, like saturation, just or like compression, a, yeah, or something. yeah, just yeah. like a nice bit of like magic sauce that you don't have to overthink about. Like those yeah. are those are nice. Turn a few knobs, and you just Ooh, I like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what else is dope? Uh, plugin wise, the, uh, so this one I want to download. It's just called like Reverse. Uh, who's yeah. it by? I think I've seen. I really that. want to. I want to make the sounds go. Back, yeah, it like, sounds just yeah. like reverse, and like yeah. obviously you can do that yourself. But, but it also stretch it. You can time stretch things. I think. I think I've seen <coughs> an ad for it. It's just like one of those things that instead of having to freeze and reverse and all that kind of shit, you could just like try it, like and yeah. just have a rough idea what something could sound like yeah, with yeah. like different amounts of reverse. And uh, yeah, so that's another one I really want to start using a lot so more. It sounds like a lot of like things that are instant doing things that you're liking yeah. at the moment, you know, to trial thing or workflow, like yeah. to test something out or to, oh, that's what it sounds like. You know, I could sit there and put three or four plugins and sit there and yeah. go nuts and try and get it perfect. But you can just chuck one on and go, oh, like, yeah. you know, bang, like, oh, that's cool. That's Granu I like granular that. synths are really good. Yeah. I love Granulator. If you're on Ableton, Granulator 2 is free yeah. for Max for Live. Yeah. Friggin' sick. It'll just yeah. sound like flume, like in two seconds. Yeah. So good. Um, Look, I, lately I've just trying to be make. Uh, I've just been trying to make. Uh, what did I even just say? Uh, like fat basslines that are not too in your face. Yeah, and it's. I, I've been finding it quite di like it's quite difficult because you're working yeah. in just the lower ends of the spectrum. Yeah, because like when you're making something with lots of top end, there's a lot more stuff that you can just do like yeah, you know, yeah. distorted or multi yeah, yeah, distorted yeah. or you can't do all those things on the and, like, yeah. um so i've been using a lot of uh uh ring modulation yeah uh, on like lots of things yeah. there's a kilohertz one that you can make uh you can ring modulate a sound to itself yeah so if you have like a tone it'll ring modulate it at the same tone that you're putting in so yeah. it doesn't go as you change play different notes it Follows it. Follows it. Oh, ah, yeah. cool, cool. So if you because when you use the frequency shifter on um, Ableton, it doesn't have. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't follow. Yeah, that. yeah. So I've used it in that in the past. Um, yeah. Well, I, I mean, think you showed me that on some stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, it's good. Ago. It gives yeah, you that yeah. real like golden features, like yeah, oh, 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 kind yeah, of yeah. kind of vibes in there. Um, but, but that what, one follows what, the notes as well. Yeah, that you're talking about. Oh well, just like any. Um, when you ring modulate. Yeah, yeah. Oh, same. no, no, but I'm talking about the one that you were just mentioning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, one yeah. just, that one's, you know, you can do multi different notes and not have yeah. to, like, automate the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so if you want to do that in Ableton, guys, you just put a ring modulator on and then whatever note you're playing, just put the the frequency on there to the same note or, like, a, you know, an octave higher or whatever. Yeah. Um, what is, has been working well for me recently, too, is... Uh, you have like a lead, like something in the higher spectrum, put a ring mod modulator on it, pick like a medium kind of 400-ish hertz type of frequency. Yeah. And then put the dry wet to something like 30. Yeah. Just and a then little bit. Yeah. It'll give you like a little bit of like a weird analogy type sound. Yeah. Um, I did use that on my uh, remix I did of Concentrate just recently. Uh, yeah. Um, just makes it all sound really wonky, so... <laughs> like, my voice is really sort of, quiet on the thing no nah, it's all good we always <laughs> pump it up later yeah um, um yeah so those, those, are, those are a few good ones 
other than that, just trying to make my compositions more interesting. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't think there's like a specific plugin that will make you sound crazy unique no that's it it's about the writing you know like yeah what it really comes down to is writing the tune you know yeah and then you can get help with mix downs you can there's plugins and all kinds of stuff for mix downs and like you said like you know specific things like yeah i I want them to mix this down because i know they can do this for me that i Mm. can't do but they can't write the tune for you they can't set the vibe they can't you know like um I can't yeah. get that, which I think, yeah, that's what I've sort of tried to work on lately is like, you know, getting the writing, you know, more interesting. Mm. Getting just like good sounds. Yeah, yeah. Friggin slap. Because that's like, I've got a project that I'm just working on and I showed someone and I was like, I haven't processed the drums at all. No EQs, no anything. They're just samples. Yeah. Sounds great. Yeah, sometimes. Just because, you, you know to. what I mean? Just because it's like, I will go in and do that stuff, but it's like, just choose the right samples and it's, it's yeah, like half, half the, the job's done. done. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. I it's mean, like straight away, yeah. The thing is, like, people just gotta get produced when they start out. You just like, you start out pretty lazy and you yeah. usually just wanna use like the first thing that you hear or the first, like, maybe in the first yeah. five and you go, okay, it sounds good. Yeah. But then the more you learn that if you actually just spend the time and go through like 300 samples, yeah. And, you know, try and keep, you know, the one you heard at the start that you liked in mind. Yeah, you'll find probably find one that's better, and they just work that like, just yeah has less like muck or something, or has and like, you end up learning how to figure out what is a better one. Like yeah, well, I like that because of this reason, and that's exactly. what I'm after. You and know, that's like, why, like, I used to, you, people still message me now, and they're like, "Fuck, like, how do you do this and that?" And I think to myself, I'm like, "Have I really like figured out like something crazy, like something yeah. that's just like that no one that I didn't know about before?" Yeah, it's like no, pretty much all the basics are the same. Like, yeah. <laughs> I could I can just have a track, just have nothing but limiters on the um the drums and on the master, and the drums will end up sounding sick just because I've like picked right, the right samples and like right, EQ'd yeah, yeah. them the way out that yeah that it worked and just put a limiter on them and it's so like, just I, like slam, and it's because yeah, I was yeah. you I just pick like the first like vengeance kick that bloody comes <laughs> yeah. to mind and it's just like horrible <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. Like, just working with absolute garbage yeah yeah it's a good samples and stuff like that it's like yeah important eh? yeah yeah splice also makes it easy to just like i mean splice is all right but can make it easy to find some stuff that you need yeah or like different samples too much stuff on splice i reckon there's too much like sometimes you search for things and it's always the same pack that show up at the start so i immediately like to scroll down and just put in a random page number and yeah well that's i think i find splice good for like inspiration and different ideas but like yeah. when i go there looking for something specific like it's I want, hard yeah because there's so much it's yeah. like how do i find you know I'm, and I the tags this. are always usually like god awful and it'll like show you things that aren't even related to your tags sometimes as yeah. well like if you accidentally type in like lo-fi drums it'll just show you stuff with just drums yeah yeah like that's it doesn't prioritize them, yeah like the prior I think their the relevance. Search, I think their search feature, their search like algorithm needs to be changed. Yeah, I, I had to judge one thing. Yeah, but uh, yeah, good on the good on old splice. Yeah, yeah you, there's a, a a few good new sample packs that I just copped recently. Oh, yeah, um, well, give us a. He's he's just checking on his phone to find out. What yeah, what are. the guy's name is? Fuck, William something. William something. He gave it out for free. Bring in, it's so sick. So Anyways, good sounds. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, cool. So um, the album you said is coming out June. June. Yep. June. Yep. That's, so, uh, is there a date in mind specifically? Or are you uh, just like, oh, just June. If sometime. I was going to plug yeah, it, I don't, I don't know exactly what date, but it's oh, you don't have to say it now, but it's, um, yeah, yeah. So you so haven't got a specific date. My, yeah, June. my next single, Bad Moon, featuring yep. Cameron Alexander. Yeah. TM. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's uh, that's coming out uh, February 14th. February 14th. Um, so that's, yep. Through Tinted. Yep. Hope everyone has a listen. Yeah, um, hope they enjoy it. It's definitely different. different. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely it'll definitely give you an idea of what the album's going to be like. Album, which yeah. is, you know, uh, this track's been done for a while, like yeah, quite yeah. a while. So, and I still haven't managed to start hating it yet. So, hopefully, yeah. that means it's it's good. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, everyone it. enjoys it. Um, but yeah, February fourteenth. Keep an ear uh, an ear out for it. Um, not sure when this podcast will. Well, this will be out. Uh, not this. I've got one, two, three, like three, not this Tuesday, but the two Tuesdays after. Okay, so, so it'll be out. It'll be, it'll out. be out. It'll be out. Um, but if you haven't listened to it, go check it out. If you haven't checked it out, go listen to it yeah. right now. Bad Moon by Odd Mob yeah. featuring Cameron Alexander. It's, uh, yeah, it'll be, you'll, you might enjoy it. It's different. Yeah. Like, yeah, think of it. Think of it as a, I don't know. It's like a mixture of, it's like a mixture of Flume, Rufus, Caribou and Tourist, oh, kind sweet. of. Do you, we'll do you have it here we can listen to after the podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll listen yeah, to yeah, it right yeah. now. Sweet. Sweet. All right, cool. <laughs> um, see you guys. We're going to go now. And Bye. This is, uh, but where do, we, where do we find you online? It's just odd uh, mob yeah. everywhere. Instagram is a fine. Yeah, if you just odd space mob or underscore mob on Instagram should show up. There's a picture yeah. of me. Um, I post funny videos and stuff sometimes. Yeah. We um, didn't even talk about all the videos. Oh, the, <laughs> do you make all them yourself, most yeah, of them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I thought no, you did. I have yeah. no budget, guys. Yeah. All right? If you're sitting there at home thinking, oh, I can't do this because I don't know that, I have no money either, all right? I don't know. I don't I don't have money to just, like, throw at things, so. All the all the promo and everything you see is, yeah. like, stuff you've so, just made. Well, work all with the what videos. You got. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, work with what you got. Work with your, uh, work with your $50 budget and yeah. just friggin' try and make something that's you. Alright, you heard it from you heard it from <laughs> you got no excuse yeah. now, so um, get right. out there and do it. Alright, cheers man. Right, thanks, thanks for having me, mate. Oh, how good was that? Um, I always love chatting to Harry. He's so knowledgeable on so many areas uh, and it's great to sit down and find out more about his story, how he started, how he got to where he is. Um, and I think it is absolutely hilarious that he first started DJing on a, on DVD players. That is the most ghetto sort of setup that I've heard of um, in all my years. Um, I've never heard of anyone starting on a D- on DVD players. So that was really hilarious to hear that. But um, I, I love that whole conversation, um, you know, plugins that we can get, techniques. Um, he freely gives away techniques and information, um, like the ring modulation stuff. Um, he taught me that when I met him like two years ago. So his tune dropped on Friday, Bad Moon. Um, just, a, just a great song. I can hear the influences of... Uh, Odd Mob in there, but then bringing that melodic sound in, which is what a lot of the album is. Um, it's you know, it's that melodic, uplifting sort of sound. And um, I've listened to a like Harry showed me a lot of tunes off the album. It's definitely that vibe. I definitely dig it. Um, you should definitely go out and check Bad Moon by Odd Mob if you haven't yet. Um, that's one of his tracks off the album. And you know, when the album drops in June, make sure you get around it. Um, there's some really cool tunes on there. I think um, there's going to be definitely a couple that'll be sliding into your playlists if you're a house sort of DJ. Um, and yeah, I just love the whole project and everything about it. Um, 
some really cool tunes in there and I love that, um, you know, it's a little bit more, I suppose, melodic uh, than his other stuff, uh, which is really cool, really cool. So a bit of hype in this episode. Um, Odd Mob is going to start a label soon. So if you're a producer out there listening, and I imagine there are quite a few of you out there, make sure that you are following that, um, what, uh, what Harry is doing uh, and when the label starts. Work on your tunes now. He told you what he's looking for in the podcast. So make sure that you're working on that shit. If you want to tune on Odd Mob's label, uh, make sure that you're working on what we talked about um, in the podcast. So... Um, yeah, definitely start working. If you're a producer, start working hard on some tunes. I know I've started some stuff um, to hopefully get on the label as well, but we'll see what happens there. But make sure you get out there and do it. Make sure you go out and follow Oddmob on all his socials. So easy to find. Oddmob is quite, um, you know, he's quite out there. He's been around in the scene for a while. So uh, just just make sure you follow all the socials. It's so easy to find at Odd underscore mob um so make sure you get out there support get out to one of his gigs harry i, I love watching him dj because he gets so into it um you know he gets right into the to the vibe of it and he's he's not boring to watch that's for sure um so yeah make sure you get out there and support Ob mob on all the socials check out his album when it drops go check out bad moon there's so much stuff to uh to check out with harry and and Ob mob so make sure you go and do that make sure you're following me on all platforms at boy king koi on everything like I say, super easy to find. Share the podcast, like, subscribe, do all that cool shit. Um, you know, thanks to everyone who has been supporting so far. We've got some really cool guests coming up. Um, you know, we just did the first video podcast, actually. Um, did the first video one. Not sure if I'll use the video yet. It was sort of a test for it, but just did. It was also the first one where I've had a duo in. So I just had Bow in. They'll be on next week's episode. Um, so it's great to get those boys in. I Obviously, we've had Bodie on the show before. Um, it was my first time meeting Tao. Super awesome dude um, and a great chat with both the boys. So make sure you look out for that one next week. It'll be dropping on Tuesday as always. Alright guys, that's it for this one. I hope you're having a great day or night, wherever you are, and I'll see you guys soon for the next episode.